Hello and welcome to The Leader's Couch with Kara Sakina. I am so glad to have you. If this is your first time joining us, just want to remind you that this is a safe place where emerging leaders can come to learn, love, let go, live, and lead. So I'm so glad to have you. Today we're going to talk about four keys to lead. Four keys to lead. If it's your first time listening with us uh, and you haven't listened to the intro as to why we do this show, just so you know, it's just straight uncut. Uh, we don't edit uh, as we interview people. We just keep it 100. We like to have a good time. But at the end of the day, we want to provide you with actionable steps that will help you transform not only your life, but the life of others as you continue to be a leader and grow as a leader. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. So first off, if you Google what the definition is to lead or leadership, well, leadership, there wasn't that many. But if you look at actually uh, the definition of lead, man, it went on and on and on. And normally I go through and I read out what the definition is, but there was literally endless ways to lead. And that really, uh, you know, got me thinking about this topic. And one of the reasons why we created this show and platform is because I think people feel as though there is this cookie cutter way to lead and what a leader actually looks like, right? I know when I began to stumble into becoming a leader, um, you know, I thought I had to have masculine energy. I thought I had to uh, be that corporate CEO that I saw growing up on TV. Can anybody else identify with that? If you can, leave a comment below. Um, I'd love to hear it. But that's what I thought. I mean, if we just going to be out here growing up, um, you know, I came from a middle class, lower middle class family. And I used to watch, was it Dallas? But it was Alexis Carrington. And I said, oh my God, that's who I'm going to be when I grow up. <laughs> and I actually kind of have become her. Maybe not all the millions, but I'm on my way, right? And um, that is who I modeled myself after for a very long time because there were no other images of leadership back then unless it was a man. So I'm saying that to make you laugh and then maybe you'll flash back and think about what you thought it meant to be a leader. And again, we'll love your feedback and leave those comments below. But let's get into these four keys to lead. And the first thing, uh, you know, as you know me, I love acronyms. I'm gonna start with L. And L really, for me, I had to learn this, is love, right? You cannot be a successful leader if you do not love yourself and the others that you are called to lead and the cause that you are leading them for. Let me repeat that. L is going to stand for love and you really cannot be successful as a leader if you do not love yourself and the others that you are called to lead and the cause that you're leading them for. Okay, so as I was joking about being Alexis Carrington, you know, I, I modeled myself after that because that's all I kind of really knew. But as I began to be older and managing teams uh, globally dispersed throughout the world, and we had to still have the same agenda and execute and get things done, what I learned is that I used to kind of take on the failures of the team like I would take it very personally right um, I would compare myself to maybe people who have been doing it longer than I um, but you know I really had to get to the point 
where I had to realize that, you know what, this is who you are. You can be very professional, but you also like to crack a joke at the right time and be witty, right? Uh, you have the ability to motivate teams and to cause people to come together for a common goal and purpose, um, to motivate them to weather through the storm. Like I had to begin to own my own greatness and really embrace who I was created to be in the way that I lead and the way that um, I lead. And I also had to begin to care about the people that I led. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't like everybody that I led and I still don't to this day, but I can still love them as a human being and respect them for their knowledge, for their skill set, for what they bring to the table. And in that authenticity of loving them where they are, that really translates and allows me to be a more effective leader. And so that was one nugget that I wanted to share and I hope that that was helpful. Two, as a leader, the second key would be E, to evaluate, to have evaluation skills. So many times uh, we're the ones that have to make the, the decision or we're the ones that have to get to the person that makes the decision, right? And when you get there, you don't wanna be still going back and forth about what's the right thing to do. You wanna present with confidence. You wanna have already gone through the pros and cons. You may have already socialized the idea or the strategy that you've developed with other people. Um, but you really wanna become decisive and be able to evaluate effectively right you want to take the emotion do you guys see all the ease I'm using you want to take the emotion out of the evaluation and really just get down to the facts that I find has really helped me navigate the ship through some really testy trying times not only for the teams that I manage or I speak to but even just in my own personal life sometimes you know I just have to sit down with the pen and paper and just realize you know what's the bottom line here where are we trying to go and even though I feel this emotion does it have any impact to my effectiveness or does it have any um, impact to the end game, right? And, and being able to know when to say no, but that's a whole nother topic for us, especially as leaders. So evaluate was that one. The third thing is authenticity. Don't fake it till you make it. <laughs> now I talked about Alexis Carrington, but I wasn't faking it. I mean, I really embodied it. I mean, I studied, I, I, I really, um, presented myself professionally. I mean, I, I was, that's what I modeled after. So I wasn't faking or acting like I had success when I didn't. That's what I think of when I think of fake it till you make it. But you know, the power of authenticity is something that has really propelled me in my life. Um, when I look at my journey uh, from where I started and where I'm at and where I believe that I'm going, uh, I think when I was about, oh, I don't wanna tell my age, but when I hit probably about 35, I remember that I stopped interviewing like the way that you're supposed to interview. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't show up in sweatpants, popping gum, right? I still had on the suit. I still was articulate. I still was prepared. But if I felt like I needed to stand out, crack a joke, if I felt like I wanted to 
you know, challenge, maybe a question that they asked me, provide, you know, not the standard answer, but what I believed in my heart. Sometimes the answers weren't popular. You know, that is, I mean, I can't really think of too many interviews I did not get. I mean, I might need to really sit down and think about it. But when I began to own who I was, and when they said, what are your flaws? I could really say what my flaws were. I mean, now you don't want to go crazy, but <laughs> you know what I mean? You need to be able to work a negative into a positive positive, you know, make lemons into lemonade. But my point is being able to, as I said earlier, own your own greatness, be authentic in your own skin. I think I'm going to go into another episode and really dig deeper into authenticity and what that means and how to embrace it and, and how to walk in it because it doesn't happen overnight. Even the most confident people, uh, including myself, can go through uh, filtering yourself based on what people might think or expectations of a role or expectations of who people who have put you in a box to be. So I've definitely lived through that. But when I look back at one of the number one things that has gotten me this far, it would be my authenticity. And people can tell when you're not being real. People can tell when you're not um, being, you know, transparent and really true to what you believe, even in when you're making decisions. Okay. So that is authenticity. And then last but not least, uh, the letter D. Come on, y'all. We need to develop our skill sets. Okay, can, can we just put a pin right here? D is for develop, develop, develop. And when I say develop your skill sets, it is not enough to have 85 degrees or 25 different coaching certifications or, I mean, that's all great. That's great. But what about your networking skills? What about your relationship skills? What about your communication skills? Are you continuing to develop yourself? Are you continuing to develop the circle of influence that you're in? You know, that they say you are the common denominator of the five people that are closest to you. Have you looked at your five people lately, right? So that is one thing that I feel like we as leaders neglect. Sometimes we're chasing the title, chasing the promotion, chasing the goal, chasing the dream, and we're so busy checking all the boxes when it comes to the academic part of leadership. But what about developing yourself, developing your character. Um, you know, I'm a true proponent that you should focus on your strengths and acknowledge your weaknesses. I think that you should acknowledge your weaknesses and know what they are and decide, you know, is that energy and effort worth getting that three to a six? Is that going to change your life? Or do you focus your energy on getting something that you're a seven at to a nine or a 10, right? I say the latter. Uh, but I'm saying that to say, um, in closing, that development again is not just academia right development is who are you holistically development is looking at who am i when there's nobody around right they, i believe they call that integrity as well in your character but just the fact that if you never get acknowledged if nobody ever calls your name if for some reason you don't get that thing that you're chasing after, your ability to lead yourself is probably the most powerful, hard to attain thing that you can ever do. So today I wanna ask you to strive for that. 
strive for being able to lead yourself and apply these four principles to your own life. And as you begin to apply them to your own life, you will see that without even trying, you will begin to be able to lead and influence others. I hope that this was helpful to you. Again, this is the four keys to lead. Hey, leave me a comment. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What are some of your keys to lead? And bonus points if it starts with a L, E, A, or D. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you're doing well. And remember, this is a safe place to learn, love, let go, live, and lead. Welcome to the Leader's Couch.